What up, guys and girls? It's Bobby coming to you a little bit late. It's actually Monday, uh, so I'm a little a little late this week recording this week's episode. Uh, to be honest, I usually record on Sundays, and yesterday on Sunday, all I did was watch football. Uh, I didn't really feel like, uh, uh, or well, I won't put this, I won't say I didn't feel like it. I just was not in the mood to record yesterday. So, because I didn't want to record yesterday, I didn't want to give you guys a um, a subpar uh content so decided to put off our day uh and then record on monday uh after you know i'm feeling a bit better a little bit more rejuvenated uh even though it is monday so i want to talk to you guys this week about the crossfit open hashtag cronus fit open uh this week's episode is brought to you by paragon recovery as always, I know you guys hear every week about Paragon Recovery and the supplements that that, uh, that I use have helped me out drastically. But you know, I'll say it once, and I'll say it again. Uh, Paragon Recovery, love their supplements, specifically their night gains or their sleep supplement. It helps me sleep drastically better. Uh, I use it pretty much um, pretty consistently, and it helps me drastically with my sleep uh, to the point where I'm uh, getting significantly more restful sleep when I'm taking it. I uh, also wanted to give a shout out to our Cronus Scholars, our first inaugural class, in case you missed it. Uh, we announced our first uh, inaugural class. Uh, so shout out to Rachel, Mitch, and Eric, our first three Cronus Scholars. Um, they're each going to get a $500 scholarship uh, that they can use for whatever in their um, academic or their future or current academic uh, careers. Uh, just to help out with some of the costs that we uh, kind of, um, the costs that we uh, associate with going to school, uh, getting on the military, and kind of his life. So super awesome, super glad to announce that uh, they are winning. They are recipients of our first inaugural uh, Corona Scholars Scholarship Program, and uh, super excited to continue this program uh, next year. Uh, where we're going to open up back up uh, next uh, spring time frame to, for the next uh, next class. I actually hoping to increase the, the amount that we can give. Uh, might look to bump it up to $1,000 and double the amount. So more to follow on that. Keep your ears and eyes peeled uh, for next year when we announce uh, the opening of the next year's scholarship class. Also, in case you haven't seen, we have some new swag on the store. Uh, we've got some new socks, which are very limited quantity, that we ordered, um, custom ordered from Adam Socks. Shout out to Adam Socks. Uh, they are an awesome company. They are literally the, the only socks I wear when I work out. So super glad and super excited to, to work on, the, on this pair of socks with them. Uh, really get your orders in because they will not last and we're not sure if we're going to do a reorder. So yeah, get your orders in. Um, and then Sean also got some, we also got some new stickers coming in. We got the new Cronus, uh, or Saturn, depending on if you're a Roman or a Greek mythology guy, we got Saturn eating his child as our new sticker. Uh, that's pretty limited supply as well. So, uh, it's pretty, pretty fucking metal. Not going to lie. Uh, probably a little bit more a little bit more metal than, than than what I usually do, but uh, it's pretty badass. So if you're uh, check it out on our store, I'm also we're also gonna have some more swag coming up shortly. Uh, we've got beanies in the works, got some fanny packs in the works. Uh, so more to follow on what's coming out. Also probably have a hoodie coming out too. So 
you know, it's PSL season, so it's also time to get, it's kind of, it's getting cold outside, so I'm going to get some of the, the nice nibble gear uh, up in the store ready to go. Last thing I wanted to talk about before I get into this week's episode is our podcast reviews. So we actually got a new, actually two reviews. Hold on, let me double check this. Let me see this. Uh, only, oh, we got one review from Cali Two Trills. What up? Quote, I came across Cronus Fit overseas and have been hooked ever since. I have over a year of doing the workouts and it's one of the only things I look forward to when it comes to my day. I'm actually finishing my functional fitness cycle 1.0 and I'm planning on picking up running and endurance with the run program. Listening to you guys is very intriguing. Being able to get an in-depth conversation with each individual only speaks to me on the intellectual level of the programming and the knowledge each one provides. Keep up the good work. Thanks, brother. Cali Two Trills, thanks for the thanks for the review, man. Like I mentioned before in the past, Sean and I really appreciate it. Really makes it worth a while, and uh, glad to see that you've been doing this over a year. So I definitely th- so you're probably one of our OGs. Like we all been running this for two and a half years. So I consider anyone that's been with us for more than a year to be an OG. So shout out Cali Two Trills, Cronus OG. All right. So this week, I wanted to talk about the CrossFit Open. Uh, for this year, given that this week is the first week of the cr- uh, CrossFit Open, so I figured I might as well take some time, kind of talk about the Open, my experiences with the Open, and then uh, talk some some tips and tricks to uh, doing well in the Open. So without further ado, let's get into this week's uh, probably a little bit abbreviated episode uh, about the CrossFit Open. So a little bit about CrossFit. I guess I can't talk about CrossFit Open without talking about CrossFit in general. So uh, I've talked about it in previous podcasts, but just to reiterate. So I started doing CrossFit back in 2008. This was like pre-Open, uh, pre, uh, actually regionals was still then. But I started doing CrossFit back in 2008. And then I think the Open came in 2011 was the first year of the Open. Uh, so before that, I think in 2009, Ash competed in sectionals, which was at that time, that was how you would qualify for CrossFit Games. You would compete at sectionals, earn a spot to regionals, and then from regionals, earn a spot to the games. So I went to sectionals in 2009, I want to say 2009, or was it 2010? No, I think it was 2009. I, I went to sectionals in 2009. Did okay. I mean, it was like, I think top 20. At sectionals went on the regionals and I was like 25th or 30th or something. So just like just barely missing the cut to go to regionals as a uh, 19 year old, which is pretty dope. Not gonna lie. I mean, there's no, there's absolutely no way you could, I mean, there's probably some ways they could find a 19 year old that can qualify for the CrossFit game or for qualify for regionals slash sanctionals. But I guess it's pretty rare in, in, in between. And uh, I was not at any, by any means like an exceptional athlete. I just was in a decent shape, was decently strong with an okay engine and was able to do CrossFit back in 2009 when the pool was a lot smaller. So I was just a medium-sized fish in a very in a decently small pond. Now I'm still a decently-sized fish in a much bigger pond. So no change there. Uh, but anyways, so I didn't... So I took a kind of a break from CrossFit from about 2010 until... 
uh probably like 2016 ish or so i, I can kind of came back to crossfit in 2016 uh i took a pretty exciting break just because um i wasn't necessarily i was I wasn't that i wasn't doing crossfit i was still doing like medcons and still working out i just wasn't doing quote-unquote crossfit if that makes sense at all like i wasn't i was just doing like a uh, standard like pt in the mornings which at the time was pretty much just crossfit medcons and then in the afternoon, I'll just lift weights, uh, like pretty much bodybuild slash meathead, get yoked type of lifting. Uh, I did that pretty much the entire time I was in Ranger Regiment. And then I didn't really come back to CrossFit until I started med school back in 2016. Um, I kind of was looking for that um, that culture or that vibe that you find in CrossFit gyms. Um, it's kind of like a tribe almost, like almost like being in the military. I tell a lot of guys that get out if they're kind of looking for that sense of community, that culture of like suffering, it's to go to a CrossFit gym because most gyms have a pretty good culture that's kind of, you know, that revolves around the workouts. And as a result, most people were pretty uh, in tune and down to hurt or down to suffer. So if you're missing some of that, that culture and some of that environment that you that we had in the military when you get out, I would highly recommend checking out like a local CrossFit gym at least seeing their culture and seeing how they work as a gym. And then um, it might be a good um, replacement for the, the buddies you had in the military. So I took a pretty long break from CrossFit and didn't start doing CrossFit again until I think like 2016. And I did the open that year as well. Let me pull up my CrossFit games profile. So I did the open. Oh, actually, I didn't even do the open in 2017. I just signed up for it, but I didn't do the open in 2017. But in 2018, I did the Open uh, for the first time in ever. Uh, I got 25,000th place in the world, almost 26,000th or 88th percentile. Last year for 2019, I got 6,110th in the world or the 96th percentile. Pretty sweet. Went up uh, 8 percentile points to 96th percentile. Uh, No big deal. But that's kind of been my experience with the CrossFit Open. I've only been doing it for like two years now. This will be my third year doing the Open. Um, but uh, CrossFit, the CrossFit Open, I just want to talk a little bit about why I'm doing the Open, even though I don't need to do the Open. Like, uh, my goal is not to make the CrossFit Games or to go to the Sanctionals. My goal is pretty much mostly just for fitness and for... Uh, longevity and health sake at this point I'm not really trying to optimize my performance or try to like crush goal like crush like competitions or like reach the elite tier level fitness right now I'm just trying to maintain what I got um, and just try and stay in really good shape uh, and not let fitness hold me back from or prevent me from doing anything that I want to do that's kind of my goals right now is just to hold what I got and to um, stay in pretty good shape and never and not let um, my physical fitness ever hold me back and prevent me from doing anything active, whether that's like hiking, you know, running, um, climbing mountains, you know, et cetera, whatever, riding bikes. I don't, I never want my fitness to be um, insufficient where I feel physically unable to complete something. So that's kind of my, where I stand with fitness. So the reason why I do the CrossFit Open, uh, or I start restarting doing the CrossFit Open since I started getting back into CrossFit, is that it's like a pretty good benchmark to see where you are uh, and see if you've improved or not. 
you're pitted against pretty much the entire world or everyone else that signs up to the CrossFit Open. So I think it's a pretty good metric uh, for uh, whether or not or seeing how your fitness levels have gone over the years. And you can definitely argue that, you know, the Open is not exactly like a good picture of fitness because it's biased towards work capacity. Uh, you can't really do any like heavy barbell strength movements. Um, so that you can always make that argument uh, that is biased towards doing work capacity uh, in terms of like high, uh, like high cycling movements, like chest to bar pull-ups, gymnastics, you know, handstand push-ups, the like classic CrossFit movements. So you can kind of argue that bias is towards like doing work in CrossFit. Uh, but I still think it's a decent benchmark to figure out and to to see where you are, uh, to see where you are physically fit in your, terms of your fitness, and ways that you can you know improve for next year and get better next year. So that's kind of why I do the CrossFit Open is just to see where my weaknesses lie and what I need to work on um, to make to produce a more well-rounded product. Uh, like for example, uh, I did very well in the first and second workouts. Uh, the first workout was the, uh, that like 15 minute Metcon of, or 15 minute AMRAP of rowing and wall balls from last year. And the second workout was like ascending clean ladder. Um, so I did pretty good in those first two workouts because they're kind of like my wheelhouse workouts of like one, it's just pure work capacity because I have a decent engine and two is like work capacity mixed with like moderately heavy barbell that like ascended. Um, so I did decent on those two workouts and then kind of sucked on the fourth workout, which was the, uh, I want to say it was like the muscle up workout just because I'm probably not the best at gymnastics. Uh, I'm like 205 pounds, 200 pounds, like five foot 11. Uh, so I'm probably not the best at gymnastics. So like, once again, it's something that I need to work on is gymnastics and then get better on, which has been kind of like my, um, my weakness throughout all the years of doing CrossFit. I've just never been that great at gymnastics because, uh, it's just one of my weaknesses, both from a body habitus type perspective and just in general, I'm just not the best at body awareness and being able to do gymnastics movements. So that's pretty much the primary reason why I do the CrossFit Open is because it's a good benchmark that allows me to compare myself to last year's performance, assuming that um, nobody else got, uh, everyone like gained the same level of fitness, I guess. Um, and that the same people that did the open the year before are doing the same year, doing the same, same people are doing the open year after year. So it's a good way of, that I can measure kind of my performance uh, in fitness over the years. That's why I think you should do the CrossFit open uh, every year as well. Uh, it's 20 bucks and then it is a great, uh, very unbiased measure of fitness, I would say. And that you are comparing yourself to the rest of the world leaderboard and it can show some pretty, it gives you a pretty good indication and pretty good uh, feel for what you need to work on, or things that um, you should strive to work on in your fitness level. Um, I think for twenty bucks, it's only five. I mean, it's five workouts for twenty bucks. You're not really paying for the workouts because you can do the workouts whenever. It's mostly just paying for the ability to compare yourself with other people, um, and not to mention you get the chance to. Uh, if you're doing the open, if you use the hashtag ChronosFit in your uh, athlete profile, and then I can we can then track you on the ChronosFit leaderboard, uh, so that we can also get another feel for how, you know, how you guys are doing and ways that we can work on our programming in general. 
So it's a good way, a good metric, uh, not only for you to do some analysis, but also for us from ChronosFit, uh, for Sean and I to take a look at, you know, where guys are uh, doing well, where guys are struggling and ways that we can help program to better, um, better help out you guys. Not to say that we don't track you guys on Kilomoto, uh, just that the CrossFit Open, I think, offers a more standardized way that we can kind of uh, stack and assess strengths and weaknesses. So the more people that sign up for the CrossFit Open, the better shot and better picture that Sean and I get and ways that we can work on uh, programming in the future. So that's my recommendation. That's why I do the CrossFit Open, and that's why I think you should do the CrossFit Open. I'm going to shift gears a little bit and talk a little bit more into some tips and tricks that I've picked up uh, for how to perform during the Open. Um, and this isn't really um, like specifically for the Open, but kind of just in general. Uh, so uh, I'll start and talk about some stuff that we do uh, before the workout, uh, before the Open workouts. So the first thing I want to talk about is how to work out during the Open or how training during the Open kind of works. So depends on kind of your goals in the open. If your goal is to like qualify for the games, you're probably going to approach training during the open kind of differently than if you're just, you know, seeing where you are, um, just seeing where your fitness level is, uh, doing the open. So, so if you're like casual opener versus a very competitive opener, you're going to approach it differently from our perspective. I'm kind of like, kind of going to talk from the perspective of a casual opener, to someone that wants to see how they're doing, see how they are physically, that isn't really necessarily trying to uh, qualify for the games or for sanctionals, but more so just doing the open for fun just to see and get the best uh, performance possible. So when we work out during the open, we're still probably going to keep training during the open. Uh, not necessarily probably not as hard as you would train outside the open, but we're still going to train during the open. We're still probably going to be pretty tired and kind of sore, uh, especially during the beginning of the week. Uh, during the open, I have it programmed it out so that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday are are our normal training days. Thursdays we do a active recovery day, uh, and then Fridays is when we tackle the open workout. Saturdays is and Sundays is kind of up to you in terms of how you want to run Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, if you're doing the open workout once, then do the open workout on Friday, and then Saturday can be a normal training day, and Sunday being your off day. Uh, if you want to. Um, try to maximize performance on the open. You can do the workout, open workout on Friday, take Saturday off or as an active recovery day or like a technique day. And then Sunday you could hit redo the open workout or take Sunday as an off day slash recovery day and then redo it on Monday. Uh, so those are kind of the options for the week with Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday being your normal training days, Thursday being active recovery. That's kind of pretty much gonna be standard for everybody. And then Friday is going to be our open workout number one, our workout attempt number one. And then Saturday and Sunday are going to be really dependent on what you want and your goals are and whether or not you feel like training another day or if you want to save kind of and recover for the open workout to redo it. But that's completely up to you and your goals. Uh, I redid a couple of them last year just because I wanted not necessarily to do better to qualify for anything. I just wanted to see if I could actually improve my score. Uh, most notably was the clean workout from last year. I uh, really wanted to get to the round of 275. So I was like three reps off from doing that uh, on my first try. So I redid it and got into the round 275. So I did what I accomplished or I did what I wanted to do. And I was kind of proud of that I did that because that workout was terrible. 
Uh, so that's kind of like what working out during the open is going to be like. It's going to be like pretty much normal training uh, with a little bit reduced volume and intensity because it's we're in the open, so we don't necessarily want to beat ourselves up uh, like very sh- beat ourselves up for five weeks. Um, but if you want to, again, uh, it's only five weeks, so you might lose some performance uh, while you're doing the workouts. But I don't think it's it's not really um, not really significant. It's definitely not really important if you're not if you're just doing it casually. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about is building a good routine. So the good thing about the open is that everything's kind of scripted and that there are, the workout gets released Thursday night and then the workouts due by, was it Monday night or Tuesday morning? I can't remember if it's like Monday night or Tuesday morning, but it's due by a certain time. So you basically have within that window, a time to do, like you can do it as many times as you want. So when I talk about building routine, I'm talking about, uh, building a routine where, uh, you practice doing the workouts uh, or do the workouts on a certain day so that you're in the certain routine of doing it. It's almost imagine like it's like Friday night lights or like game time where every week you have like a game a certain, like in high school or whatever, you have like a game a certain time of the week. So you're always, your body expects that game and your body knows the routine that you do before the game. So it's probably a little bit too late to build a routine now, uh, but you can start building a routine uh, that'll probably kick in by week two, three, or four where you take Thursday as an active recovery day and then do the open workout on Friday, uh, hit it hard on Friday, get a good night's sleep Thursday night, do the workout hard on Friday, uh, take Saturday as a training day and then Sunday redo it or whatever it is. But you want to build a good routine so that your body kind of knows what to expect. Uh, and it also talks, and that also speaks not only to when you do the workout, but also your recovery, uh, practices, uh, between and after the workout and then just sleeping before the workout on uh, Thursday night before you do it on Friday. So that's just what I'm talking about by building a good routine just so that you build a routine that your body kind of expects what's coming and is able to perform at an optimum level. The next thing and probably kind of the more important thing to talk about is workout strategy. Uh, when you're doing the workouts themselves. So when I approach every single, like every workout that I do for CrossFit or, cross, or whatever, I always have a goal in mind or a pace in mind uh, of what to expect and what I'm trying to hit. Uh, like with, the, with every workout, um, I will kind of think to myself how long it takes us to do a certain movement and then like come up with an estimate over how long or how many reps I'm going to expect myself to do or to complete. And with that strategy and with those goals in mind, I then need to come up with like a rep strategy. If I know that, um, I can't do all the reps I'm broken, or if I need to take breaks, um, I will come up with a, uh, rep strategy and breakdown as well. Just because at, at this point, I know my body pretty well. I know generally speaking, my capacity is pretty well that I know how many reps of a certain exercise I can do before I kind of hit that hit the wall. I know what pace I can hold. I know um, kind of the rep scheme that I can hold and kind of my own limits. So from my mind, when I strategize a workout, I come up with not only goals and paces for the goals and like uh, interval pacings along the way of I need to be hitting this uh, by this many minutes, et cetera, in order to make this goal. So I build, break it down that way. And then I really try and strategize kind of my expectation and expectation management, uh, just because I know kind of know how much it's going to suck. Uh, I kind of will mentally accept the fact that it's going to suck at this pace, but then I have to like kind of reassure myself that, you know, 
I can hold that pace and can maintain that pace or that rep for the rest of the workout. <clears throat> so that's why um, I think strategy is probably the biggest thing that you do before any of these workouts is to think about the workout and really come up with your own approach to the workout, whether that's like breaking things up or like going hard and then, then recovering for a little bit. It's really like user dependent and it comes down to how much and how well you know your own body and how well you're willing Oh, how well you know your body and how well and how much you're willing to kind of suffer uh, and endure like suffering and endure, endure pain during workouts if you're pushing your limits too hard or too hard. So that's my first really big piece of advice is to is to come up with your own strategy and really strategize and think about the workout and visualize and, and kind of imagine how it's going to feel. And then. When you're doing the workouts themselves, you want to strategize your setup and your gear. So this means you have to kind of think about all the pieces that you're going to do during the workout and then setting up your equipment so that you kind of either um, add some time to recover or you can cut down the transition time to let you increase the amount of reps that you do. Uh, there are advantages to both, uh, but it just really depends on the workout and your strategy for the workout and setting up your equipment a certain way so that you it maximizes the workout for you and it's really super individual on how you set up a workout um whether or not you like to uh for example like do wall balls next to your rower do you like to turn off like turn to the left off the rower or turn to the right do you like to uh step over the rower do you just like to come out of the rower and go right into the wall balls so it's really up to you and like what you prefer and what you're preferred technique is um so that's why you when you strategize come up with not only how you're going to approach the workout but how you're going to set up the workout as well and that includes your gear to include like lifting shoes uh your lifter your lifters your knee sleeves belts wrist wraps whatever it may be what other gear you might have you also need to strategize how you're going to put like put them on and then when you're going to put them on etc because all that really that takes a lot of time like if you think about it like pulling your knee sleeves up like putting your knee sleeves up, chalking your hands, all this takes time. It takes time away from doing work. Uh, if you really think about it, like when you chalk your hands, it's not really like a second when you take the chalk your hands. It takes like the five seconds to walk over to the chalk chalk bucket, the, the like three seconds to lean in and grab a chalk piece of chalk, the like two seconds it takes to like to to chalk your hands, the two extra seconds it takes to like clap your hands and clean the extra chalk off, and the other five seconds to walk back to the bar or whatever you're doing. So that's like a 15 second break if you think about it that's pretty significant in the long run for workout if you're taking every like if you're chalking your hands every minute that shit adds up quick so you really need to be strategic over uh, your gear as you're working out and it be as the minimized amount of time that you can uh, whether it's chalking or putting gear on taking gear off or just getting comfortable it's all wasted time and wasted space and wasted energy if you think about it so after strategizing the workout, uh, that kind of goes hand in hand with my next tip is to embrace the pain. Uh, that comes with strategy and how you strategize a workout. Um, how much pain you want to experience is kind of up to you and how you pace the workout and how you attack the workout. Uh, in the open, pretty much all the workouts hurt. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I can't recall any workout that, that didn't hurt. Uh, they all are, I would say, equally painful, and the fact they all kind of push you to the upper th limits of your physical ability. Uh, hats off to uh, what's his face, Dave Castro, for programming some pretty good workouts that really push you um, to the very 
like limits of your endurance and your capacity. Um, so you just really need to understand that it's going to hurt and that you need to strategize to strategize the workouts to either enhance or reduce the pain and as a result your your scores and finally the big thing in the open is you shouldn't take it personally um even if you are trying to qualify for the qualify for like the games or for sanctionals which if you're listening to us uh please let me know if you are because that's pretty fucking awesome and i would love to know if you're actually trying to qualify for sanctionals or for the games uh just as just so i just just so we know uh, from Sean and I's perspective, that we have someone that's that does Cronus that uh, is aspiring to do that. Uh, but even if you are trying to aspire for the games, you really shouldn't take these workouts personally. Um, that comes with a lot with like the mentality and like mindset piece of uh, athletics and performance, and that you can't really, um, you shouldn't take it personally when you don't do well. Instead, take it as like a as a learning opportunity in a way that you can uh, learn from the experience, rather than uh, take the experience to heart and, and blame yourself for for poor outcomes or whatever it might be. So that's kind of the last piece of advice I have: is to not take things personally, and to really approach the the open as kind of a fun experience um, with your gym. Uh, generally speaking, as far as I know, pretty much every gym does like a Friday night lights type workout where everybody in the gym gets together and does a workout together and heats uh it's always super fun uh i love doing it at my home gym um we usually do them on saturday mornings uh but everybody gets together we like pair up we like warm up do the workouts together and it's just a good environment where everybody kind of hangs out and gets after together has some food afterwards and really it's kind of a it's an enjoyable a very enjoyable experience doing it with your gym so we should really approach the open as kind of like a uh, learning experience and just as a fun experience that you can spend with not only your gym, uh, your home gym or home box, but with uh, everybody else across the world that is getting after getting after fitness. So I think that's going to kind of wrap it up for me for this week's episode on the CrossFit Open. Uh, a little bit on the shorter end of my uh, shorter end of the podcast just because um, – a little less prepared, I'll be honest. So, but I still wanted to take some time and talk about, you know, my experiences with the Open, my experiences with CrossFit, and then some tips that uh, I've come up with over the years of doing the CrossFit Open. So, uh, as always, guys, you can always find us online at CronusFit.org. Hit us up on email hq at CronusFit or on Instagram at CronusFit. Uh, once again, do the Open. Sign up for the Open. Use hashtag CronusFit uh, in your athlete profile so that we can track you uh, on our Cronus leaderboard. If you are top five on the board, you're going to get a um, a sticker. If you beat me in the open, you get a T-shirt. So here we go. You got some uh, some uh, incentive to sign up. Right now, there are one, two, three, four, five people signed up, including me. So everyone that's signed up already is guaranteed a sticker. Uh, and then if you can beat me, you can get a t-shirt. Uh, but the chances are pretty, probably pretty good that you might beat me because I'm not in the best shape uh, right now. So until next time, guys, uh, catch you guys later. Peace.